You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 146, Building Self-Trust as a Mom. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. If you're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hi, Mama. I'm so glad you're here. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. I want to start by reading the latest review of the show from Sarah. It's titled, Great Mom Survival Skills. And she said, I first met Pam in the summer of 2020 from a Facebook ad in the midst of lockdown with kids during COVID-19. I couldn't wait to hear how I could be more calm and collected as a mom with three kids at home during COVID doing virtual school. I signed up for her free summer camp, I think she meant to say challenge, and a paid four-week mom's camp after that, and I loved the coaching. I wish I would have had the model when my kids were toddlers. I now listen to her podcasts every week and never miss. They are quick little nuggets of mom wisdom that I can implement with my kids easily. And with a teenager, a preteen, and a seven-year-old, they are always exactly what I need to hear. If you are a mom, sign up for this podcast. You won't be sorry and can listen in the car. Thank you so much, Sarah. I'm pretty sure you left that review right after Mother's Day, so thank you for that gift. I really appreciate it, and I'm so glad you're loving the show. If you're listening every week like Sarah and getting value from the podcast, please leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts, on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher. It really helps the show get seen and heard by more moms, which helps us have less drama and more mama in the world. I also want to let you know that the free summer challenge Sarah mentioned in her review is back and open for registration. The Chill Out Challenge for Moms is my free five-day self-care challenge for moms. Last year, we had over 300 moms participate, and I'm hoping to triple that this year. So tell your friends about it. Send them the link, lessdramamoremama.com forward slash chill out. We start on June 7th, and just like last year, there's going to be prizes and a fun Facebook group. By the time you listen to this, there will probably already be some moms in there, so come and introduce yourself and say hello. Today, we're going to talk about one element of self-care, which is self-trust. The issue of self-trust is a big one in my life and something that I've really had to work on and continue to work on. My friend and former coach, Lisa, sent me a bracelet a few months ago that says, I know what I'm doing. Because when she was coaching me, I was able to figure out that the future me, the more self-confident version of Pam, really believes that. And every day I wear that bracelet and remind myself, I know what I'm doing. And even when I don't, I tell myself, I'll figure it out. So what is self-trust? Self-trust is a firm belief in your abilities, your integrity, and knowing you can rely on yourself to do what you say you'll do. Trust is one of the most fundamental aspects of any relationship. You want to be able to trust your partner, your kids, your parents, friends, and coworkers. You want to be able to rely on them and know that they're going to do what they say they're going to do. Without that foundation of trust, it's very hard to have a good relationship. 
And so it's even more important to have that kind of relationship with yourself where you know you can count on yourself no matter what. How much do you trust yourself? In what areas of your life do you and don't you trust yourself? It's important to take a look at both so that you can borrow some of your belief in yourself from those areas where you do have self-trust and bring them into the other areas where you might be lacking it. And since trust is a feeling and your feelings are caused by your thoughts, what are the thoughts you think when you feel self-trust? And how can you practice thinking similar ones in situations where you currently don't trust yourself? In my coaching practice, I've identified three main categories where moms lack self-trust. The first is when it comes to decision-making. They don't trust themselves to make good decisions, and so they research all of their options, they ask everyone else for their opinions, and procrastinate making any decisions that would move them forward. They basically stay stuck in confusion, self-doubt, and overwhelm. The second category is a lack of trust in their ability to handle challenging situations or feelings. The main emotion they experience is worry. They ask a lot of what-if questions and imagine the worst-case scenarios. The third category is a lack of self-trust when it comes to following through on their plans. For example, they tell themselves they're going to exercise every morning or meditate or do something for their self-care, and then they don't. Or they don't follow through with consequences for their kids. And not only when it comes to negative consequences, sometimes a mom will make a promise to do something fun with her kids, and then she doesn't follow through with that either. The main emotions here are guilt and shame. Maybe you can relate to one of these, maybe all three. It's important not to judge yourself, though, and just to become aware. And like I said, you also want to take a look at areas where you do trust yourself. Like, maybe you don't trust yourself to handle situations with your kids, but you do trust yourself to go to the gym every day. So ask yourself, why? What's the difference? Get really curious about why you trust yourself in one area and not the other. If you have trouble thinking of situations where you do trust yourself, get really specific, like, I trust myself to brush my teeth every day, or I trust myself to put on shoes before I leave the house. It really doesn't matter. Just become curious about when you trust yourself, when you don't, and why. The ability to trust yourself isn't something you're born with. You have to earn your own trust by consistently keeping your word to yourself and following through. So let's talk about how to do that and how to build more self-trust. I'm going to go through those three categories I just mentioned and share some strategies to build more self-trust in each. If you lack self-trust with making decisions, you likely have thoughts like, I'm going to make the wrong decision, and I don't know what to do. The underlying thought error is usually that there is a right decision. In episode 25 called No Wrong Decisions, I talk about five of my favorite strategies for easier decision-making, but I'm going to add two more here. The first is to make a decision and then look for all of the evidence that it's the best decision. In other words, decide to believe it's the best decision for you right now. I was just coaching a client on this the other day. She was conflicted about where to send her kids to school this upcoming year. So we explored all of her thoughts about it, and she decided she would keep her kids at their current school. 
I then suggested that for the entire school year, no matter what happens, she practice believing this is the best decision for this year. Even if her kids don't get what she considers good grades, even if there are quote-unquote problems, she's still going to practice thinking this is the best decision for this year, and then seeking evidence to prove it true. The second strategy I want to offer is to practice believing that no matter what decision you make and what the outcome of that decision is, you are going to learn something. For example, my client might learn that she wants to make a different decision the following school year and send her kids somewhere else for some reason. She might learn that the school is a good fit for one child, but not for the other. She might learn something about becoming a better advocate for her kids' academic needs, Whatever it is, she can trust herself to learn from it, so it makes the decision-making process a little less intimidating. Moving on to the second category, if you lack self-trust when it comes to handling challenging situations or feelings, you're likely to think a lot of what-if questions and tell yourself you won't be able to handle it. The first strategy here is to answer those what-if questions. What if your child is diagnosed with ADHD? What if you discover your teenager doing drugs? What if your child is excluded from friends at school? What if your child feels angry about a limit you set? What if you feel disappointed? Don't just ask the questions. Empower yourself by answering them. And ask yourself better quality questions like, if I did trust myself, how would I show up and what would I be thinking in this situation? Or think about a mom you know who seems very self-confident. What would she be thinking and doing? The second strategy is to get quiet, shut out the noise, take some deep breaths and ask yourself, what does my inner wisdom know? I know this might sound hokey, but it really does work. Growing up, I often felt like I couldn't trust my inner voice. I was often told that my ideas or opinions were wrong and that I should listen to others because they knew better. I believed this for years and still struggle with it today. When I stop and ask myself this question, what does my inner wisdom know, I always come up with an answer. Too often, our minds are filled with so much chatter and noise, we can't access our own wisdom. But it's there, I promise. I offer some other strategies to overcome worry in episode 7, which I'll put in today's show notes. Finally, let's talk about building self-trust when it comes to following through and keeping your commitments to yourself and others. Most if not all of my clients, keep their commitments to me every week by showing up on time to their coaching sessions. But many of those same moms don't honor their commitments to themselves. They say they're going to exercise, for example. They even put it on their calendars, but then they end up prioritizing something else and pushing aside the exercise. They'll often tell me that something just came up, but the truth is that they chose to allow something else to take priority over their original plan. There are many reasons this happens, but it all comes back to the brain. The primitive brain is like a toddler. It wants instant gratification. We decide with our higher brains that we want to exercise at 7 a.m., but as soon as the alarm clock goes off at 7 a.m., our toddler brains start having a tantrum and saying, I don't want to. I want to stay in bed. That feels good right now. And in order to build trust with ourselves, we need to respond to that toddler brain with, I know it's so cozy in bed, but you'll feel so much better in the long run when you're fit and healthy. This is why having accountability partners can be so beneficial. 
Because if you knew someone else was waiting to exercise with you, you'd probably get out of bed for them. I want you to build a relationship with yourself where you get out of bed for you. And the more you show up for yourself and do what you say you'll do, the more you'll accomplish, the better you'll feel about yourself, and the more self-confident you'll be. The way to get better at this is to start making and keeping agreements with yourself. Decide ahead of time what you'll do and identify all the obstacles that you'll encounter when the time comes to actually do it. What are the obstacles that might stop you from keeping your commitment? I had a client who wanted to get things done in her business and around the house, and she even scheduled them in her planner. But when her kids wanted her attention, she put their desires above her own. We uncovered some thoughts about good moms always being available to their kids and also noticed her toddler brain wanting instant gratification of doing things that were easy instead of getting her out of her comfort zone to do the things that would create the long-term results she wanted. You're always making a choice between what you want right now and what you want long-term. So important to remember when you're building self-trust. One last thing I want to mention is that The past is not evidence for the future. You can trust yourself to do something even when you don't have proof that it's possible. Your belief in yourself is what creates the proof. If you want to stop yelling at your kids, for instance, you could say, well, I can't do that because I haven't done it before. But when you practice keeping your word to yourself and you build that trusting relationship with yourself, you'll be able to create the result of less yelling which becomes the proof that it's possible. So let me ask you, what would you do if you trusted yourself more? If you're not trusting yourself to make a change in your life and you're thinking, I don't know how to create the kind of life I truly want. I've tried everything. I've never been able to do it before. I'll never be able to change. Those thoughts are the only things holding you back from getting the results you want. If that sounds like you, You don't need to trust yourself yet. You can trust me. You can trust the process of coaching and let me help you trust yourself. I believe in you enough for both of us right now. I have a client who always says, Pam, I trust you. I trust what you're saying. She doesn't have any proof that what I'm telling her is possible for her, but her trust in me is enough to help her start taking action. She's been able to borrow my trust and belief in her to create that trust in herself. And when I tell you the kind of changes she's been able to make in her life, it's no exaggeration that she's improved her relationships with her son, her husband, her ex-husband, her mother, her friends, her boss, and most of all, herself. All of my clients are making so much progress in their lives right now and creating so much proof that they can trust themselves. They're yelling less, being kinder to themselves and their kids, asserting themselves more at work and in their marriages, and having their own backs on their decisions. Now is your time. I've got you. I trust in you. You can create anything you want. Sign up for a free consultation with me, and let's talk about what it is. Okay, Mama, I'll see you inside the challenge and talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel calmer, more confident, and more at peace in your family and life, I invite you to sign up for a free consultation with me to learn about how my coaching can help you achieve the exact life you want. 
You'll take the concepts and tools I share in the podcast and apply them to your own life. And as your coach, I'll be there to support you every step of the way. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and sign up now.